Hey, what up, man? Episode 86, Stash House Podcast. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This week's topics, the two chains, Rick Ross versus Battle, took place last week. Get my thoughts on that. Also, man, a trip down memory lane. So sit back, relax, enjoy episode 86, Stash House Podcast. Salute. Yo, what up, what up? Episode 86, Stash House Podcast. Your boy Tyler checking in. Your first time listening. Appreciate you for tuning in. If you tune in weekly, shout to you. And it's an episode you saw some topics you may want to hear about. Salute to you also. Like, share, subscribe, retweet. Whatever you do to help support the podcast. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow the podcast on different social media platforms. Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is Stash House Pod. Instagram, Stash House Podcast. And Facebook, Stash House Podcast. Going to get more active on those pages. Uh, I just wanted to put those pages up just to get the podcast going. But I have been slacking. For a fact, on Instagram, I've been slacking. I could be more um, involved with the Twitter and Facebook pages. But I just want to get those pages up and running. So just give me some time. And those pages will be more active. But be sure to pay attention to those pages. This Sunday... And next Monday, I may or may not have an episode next week. Normally, I like to say, you know, no episode, but I really don't know. But I'm leaning towards not having one because I took some days off of work. And basically, that's what I do when I take days off of work. That means actual, my actual job and for the podcast. So I'm debating right now. I know we got the NBA playoffs coming. Some new music being announced. So next episode, if I do do a new episode, it'll just be regular, you know, Stash House Podcast Tuesday. But Sunday night, no later than Monday evening, I'll let you guys know. And uh, that's that on that. Just want to give you guys a heads up on that. And yeah, I took some days off, man. Like, of course, pandemic going on. Not much. I feel safe doing. I know some places I have been. Uh, told that a lot of places are going by social distance rules. Of course, shit, I just went fucking Atlanta a couple weeks ago for my birthday, so ain't like I just been stuck in the house. But I don't know, man. I may do something, but if you know me, you know my uh, my off days are the weekends, but that's the weekend. Like I could wake up at 9, 9.30 in the morning, but who knows, depending on how the Saturday goes, by noon, I may have to be up, out and about, Walmart, something real quick, shopping or something. And by 4 o'clock, I may have somebody hit me up with something to do later that night. But your off days definitely hit different when everybody else is working and you are off. (laughs) Like, that's the best off days when even people working from home, they still got to get up, go to their computer at home or go to their job. But when you can just sleep in and wake up knowing that, it's a paid day off. And it's not like you got to go on a vacation. You got to do this. You got to do that. Just for your mental, man, I do advise everybody, man, just take those off days, especially if they don't roll over or nothing like that. Like, if you don't get no, or if you only use these amount of off days, this can happen. If you don't got none of that, use your off days, man. They're there for a reason, especially they pay off days. Use them, man. So that's what I'm doing this week. So may or may not be a podcast, just pay attention to social media, and uh, I'll keep you guys up to date with that. But to start off this podcast episode, man, of course, 2 chains, Rick Ross, the versus battle happened. 
Thursday night. I want to say it happened Thursday night. Uh, all around, man, I'm not mad at it. Of course, you guys know last week I said well, I've been saying I need a break from the rap verses because, I mean, it was during the battle on Twitter, you saw people complaining, and I was I was like, yeah, that's what I was saying. We need to take a break from rap because after that Snoop Dogg DMS battle, that energy can't be duplicated. I don't care who you put in that position. And, of course, 2 chains and Rick Ross, two guys, very entertaining guys. Uh, the battle started off kind of dry, if you want to say dry. Me, personally, I just say they was high. They was high. They probably been drinking some champagne. So I already knew what was going on. I didn't want to say it was dry, but I could see how somebody can come away with that opinion. But eventually, the battle livened up. And uh, it was an overall good night, how versus always been. Ended with a great battle. Um, and a lot of people woke up that night also. But to start off, man, with this battle... Um, Last week, I sort of kind of made a prediction. I had Ross winning, even though, you know, I gave 2 chains his credit as he deserves, but I did have Ross winning. But my official number came. My boy AJ put a status up on Facebook, uh, who y'all think was going to win, and I had chose Ross. And I said respectfully, I had Ross winning 13-7 to in the battle. So that was my prediction going into the battle. And uh, basically, it came out. I had Ross 11 and two change seven. And the only reason I had that because I had two ties, like two, for me personally, two undeniable ties. And each of those uh, rounds could have went either way, in my opinion. Going to get to that in a second. But before the battle started, before the battle started, of course, you go to the versus page or if you watch on Apple. I'm mad I don't have Apple. So I can watch, I could probably watch on my laptop through Apple, but a lot of people saying that is a way better experience. Of course, because you're on Instagram on your phone or your laptop, that's cool, but they say with Apple, you don't see the comments and all that. They say it's a way better experience, but I mean, I just put it on Instagram Live and I let it play through my speakers, my Bluetooth speakers, so it's whatever. But I guess for uh, tweeting while the battle going on, like live tweeting while the battle's going on, Apple was a better experience, I've heard. But before the battle started, like, you go on the page, and they had the DJs playing. Rick Ross, DJ, Sam Sneak, and uh, 2 Chains, uh, E-Sud, they was DJing. That's how they do it now, 2 DJs. Um, and 2 Chains played Riot and KO during the pregame. And that caught me all off guard, because I said on the last podcast, if 2 Chains plays those records from the True Religion mixtape, those are W's for me. And now that I think about it, I think he didn't play during the battle, he didn't play no records from that mixtape. Now that I think about it, if you want to say spend it, round around again, I think that was on that mixtape, but I'm not sure. But I had Riot and KO going during the battle, and that could have been two easy points for 2 Chains, but he played those before the battle. So I'm like, okay. Like I said, 2 Chainz knew he was the underdog. As you could tell throughout the battle how he was talking, he knew he was the underdog. So that caught me off guard. That really, really caught me off guard that he played those records before the battle even started. But to get to the battle, man, uh, because there's not much to talk about. Uh, round one, Ross, like I said, I had Ross winning 11-7 to with two ties. So 11-7, to that's 18 rounds. Add two ties, that's 20 rounds. So 20 rounds, I had Ross winning 11, Chains winning 7, and I had two ties, which I just couldn't pick. So round one, 
Ross plays BMF, 2 Chains play No Lie. I had Ross winning that. I had BMF being uh, No Lie. Personally, I wasn't, I never was hyped over No Lie, even when it came out. Uh, and of course, BMF is BMF. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm Big Meech. You know what I'm saying? All that. So I had Ross winning that. Uh, round two, hustling versus I'm different. Now, this could be a tie. I didn't mark this down as a tie personally, but it could be a tie because when Ross played hustling, all you saw on Twitter was people mentioning the Cat Williams stand up. And then with I'm different, I hate the way I'm different start. I always hated how I'm different start, but two chains versus just so hard on that shit. I was like, damn. But I gave it to hustling, though. I gave it to hustling. Uh, so that's Ross 2-0. Lil Wayne, Ross, John, and then 2 Chains played fucking problems with ASAP, Kendrick, and Drake. Also, another tough one because that uh, fucking problems was a beast. That John was a beast also. I think I gave that one to two chains. I can't remember. I think I gave that one to two chains. I cannot remember. I think I gave that one to two chains, though. Round four, Ross, John Legend, Rich Forever, two chains, spend it. Or I'm riding around, I'm getting it. I gave that to Ross, John Legend. You can't beat that duo. I was never the biggest. I'm riding around, I'm getting it fan either. Uh, so I gave that to Rich Forever. Uh, round five, Dice Pineapples versus Duffer Bad Boy. I got to go with Duffer Bad Boy, but I can see someone picking uh, Dice Pineapples. Personally, I feel like, like I said last podcast, two change, that's when you could have played KO. Like, a KO would have been an automatic two change point for me. Duffer Bad Boy is an automatic point for me also, but it just, Duffer Bad Boy, Dice Pineapples, two totally different type of records. So I can see someone going with Dice Pineapples. But personally, I'm going to go with Duffer Bad Boy on that one. Round six, MC Hammer, Rick Ross, MC Hammer, 2 Chains, I Love Them Strippers. Of course, I'm going with 2 Chains, I Love Them Strippers. I'm not sure. There was the record 2 Chains brought the essential workers out. <laughs> I'm not sure. It was either this one or Bands of Make a Dance. He brought the essential workers out. But of course, y'all know I'm going to go with I Love Them Strippers. Come on now. Uh, round seven. Ross, Ashton Martin Music, Jeezy, I mean, not Jeezy, 2 Chains played the Jeezy record, Super Freak. Uh, last night, it was Kush and Ciroc. I was su- That's a tough record, but Ashton Martin Music, Ashton Martin Music, man. But I can see, of course, I'm going to talk about it later. When I say that era, I'm going to talk about it later with this uh, Jeezy, 2 Chains, Super Freak record. I can see how a lot of people would like that record, especially from around these parts. But, man, Ashton Mar Music, Ashton Mar Music, man, that shit unbeatable. So I had Ross. Uh, round eight, Ross, Santorini, Santorini Grease versus 2 Chains, Bands and Make a Dance. Got to go Bands and Make a Dance. And I think there was the record 2 Chains brought out the Essential Workers. I uh, love Santorini Grease, but Bands and Make a Dance, especially 2 Chains verse on Bands and Make a Dance. Also, another record from that era I'm going to talk about later on. Got to go with 2 chains, Bands and Make a Dance. Uh, round 9, Meek, Ross, I'm a Boss, 2 chains, Wayne, Rich as Fuck. This was one of those tied rounds for me. Round 9 was a tie for me. 
simply because I didn't look at either record more than I did the other. Like, of course, I remember both records, I'm a Boss and Rich as Fuck, but it's not like both of those records are, like, great, great to me that I can't choose. It's just they both on that same level where I can't choose. It's like, uh, you can't go wrong. Like, I'm not mad at whoever, like, whoever got that round. I love Ross' verse on I'm a Boss. Got so many shades that thought I had a lazy eye. I love his verse on that, but I don't know. It's up in the air. I really can't choose between those two because they... It's like one doesn't overpower the other one in that round, in my opinion. So I had that one as a tie. Uh, round 10, Ross, Jay-Z, Freemasons, 2 Chains, Pharrell, Fez watching. Of course, you guys know I said last week, Fez watching. Automatic point for me with 2 Chains just because 2013, Troy, my boy Josh be fresh as hell all the time. I was all, I will always sing that hook. I'm be fresh as hell the Fez watching. So I had to go Feds watching. So the first ten, the first ten rounds, I had Ross, one, two, three, four. The first round, I first ten rounds, I had Chains five four, with one tie. So the first ten, I had Chains five four, and one tie. Then the last 10 rounds, this one kind of Ross, in my opinion, just went crazy. Uh, round 11, Rick Ross, T-Pain, The Boss versus 2 Chains, Quavo, Gucci, Good Drink. I gave that one a good drink. Like, I, like The Boss is cool, but shit, the drink, good drink, good drink at the same time, man. So I gave that one a change, good drink. Round 12, Ross, Ross and Hove, fuck with me, you know I got it. 2 Chains, watch out. I gave it a foot with me, you know I got it. Just everything from the beat to the hook to the verses. And I wasn't really never hyped on 2 Chainz Watch Out record. Like, I got tired of that record. Uh, round 13, Kanye, Ross, Devil in the New Dress, 2 Chainz, Travis, 4 a.m. Loved that 4 a.m. record. Went to Travis Scott concert last year. He brought 2 Chainz out. 2 Chainz performed it. Uh, but... Devil in a New Dress, that Ross record, Devil in a New Dress, one of Ross's easily, argue, arguably Ross's best verse ever. Just everything about that record, about that video, it's just perfect. You can't go wrong with Devil in a New Dress. I had Ross winning that. Round 14, Ross, CeeLo, Tears of Joy, 2 Chains, Drake, Big Amount. Uh, I think I had Tears of Joy winning this, man. I think I had Tears of Joy winning this. Not mad at anybody who picked Big Amount. Big Amount is a good record. I enjoy Big Amount way more than I do, no lie. But I think I had 2 Chains winning it. Not 2 Chains. I think I had Rick Ross winning that. Rick Ross and CeeLo, another duo that's hard to beat, man. Uh, round 15, Ross, Drake, French Montana, Stay Scheming. Uh, 2 Chains, Drake, Bit Sean, All Me. I gave it a stay scheming. This is basically when the Drake package really kicked in these few rounds right here between Ross. Those Ross and Drake records during that era that I'm going to talk about in a minute. <laughs> like, y'all going to love that topic, man, about that era, bro. It's very, very important to our culture, bro, that era. Um, stay scheming, stay scheming, man. I mean, you can't, you can't beat stay scheming. Round 16, Ross, French, Wayne, Drake, Pop That, 2 Chains, Trey Songs, Janae, It's a Vibe, I Got Pop That, 
back in those back in that era, I had a few homegirls who loved that record. Ross verse, the hook, Drake verse, Wayne verse. I had homegirls who loved that song back in the back in the day. So I gotta go with pop that. Round 17, Drake, Ross, Khaled, uh, Wayne, I'm on one. Chains, two chains, two chains, chance, Wayne, no problem. I saw Chance perform No Problem Live. That's a great record, but I'm on one as I'm on one, bro. I burning purple flowers. It's burning my chest. You know what I'm saying? Everything about I'm on one is just hard. So I got I'm on one. Round 18, Ross, I'm not a star. Two Chains, Kanye, birthday song. I gave that one to Chains, man. I remember when birthday song first premiered. All the females loved that. I'm not a star of tough record too, so I can't see somebody. I can't see somebody saying they got I'm a star in that one. Personally, I'm gonna go with birthday song, Ross Mafia music, round 19, Ross Mafia music, two chains, bitch Sean, Nikki, YG, Big Bank. Gotta go with Mafia music, man. Gotta go with Mafia music on that one. And round 20, Ross Rich off cocaine. Against uh two chains, mercy verse, gotta go with mercy verse on that one. So round rounds ten, I mean round eleven through twenty, I had Ross one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I had Ross seven out of two chains three. So yeah, eleven out of uh well I had another tie. I had another tie. I can't remember which other tie I had, but I had two ties, two undeniable ties. And it, I know it was the uh, I'm a Boss and Rich as Fuck uh, round. I want to say it was maybe Birthday Song versus I'm Not a Star, but now I'm saying Birthday Song. So all in all, 11 to 7, probably 12, 8. You know what I'm saying? I had Ross winning, but 2 Chains definitely put up a battle like I thought he would. Uh, great battle all around, man. Great, great battle all around. Uh, like I said, 2 Chains brought up the essential workers. If you didn't watch it, it was dancers, strippers, however you want to say it. They had the mask on and everything. He was throwing money. Ross brought out a massage therapist, who I think is from Columbus. Shout out to Keisha. Keisha uh, Peaches. She's from Columbus. She came out, gave Ross a massage when he dropped um, Devil in the New Dress record. So, shout out to her. And, like I said, man, we saw the full Drake package in full effect with those records Drake featured on. Even though, man, I did feel a way because I like Drake like everybody else, but we're not going to sit here and act like everybody else didn't have great verses on those records. Like, even I'm on one. Of course, Drake, he started it. He had the hook, but Ross verse was hard. Wayne verse was hard on Pop That. Everybody killed their verse on Pop That. So we're not going to act like just Drake, just these all Drake records, even though, you know, you can make that argument. But everybody held their own for the most part on those records with him. Uh, but all in all, great battle. Like I said, I had Ross winning 11 to 7 with two ties. So basically 12, 8, uh, 13-7, basically, Rosway. Great battle, like I said. They said the next versus announcement should be announced today or yesterday, uh, being Monday. Uh, so we'll see, man. We'll see. Like I said, just chill out on the rap for a minute. 
Just go ahead, book Ashanti and Keisha Cole for a Sunday night. You know what I'm saying? Good Sunday night R&B verses. Uh, get some more songwriters in. Bring some groups in. Whether it be R&B groups, rap groups. But for the one-on-one rap battle, I would love for Swiss and Tim to chill out on that. Because it's just, like I said, a lot of people were complaining about the energy. And I was like, of course we're not going to be like how Snoop and DMS was. Even though, like I said, it livened up throughout the battle. Like Ross took his shirt off. Ross was dancing. 2 Chains was up jigging a little bit. Like It was a fun night. It was a, definitely a fun night. But, like I said, I had Ross winning. 13-7, 12-8. But, all around great battle. And a lot of people woke up to 2 Chains, man. The boy got hits. And he, he didn't even play the mixtape. He could have had those two points. He would have played Riot and KO during the battle. So, but all around, great night. All right, so this is a semi, I wouldn't say a story time, but I do want to reflect because one thing this two chains Rick Ross battle did make me like do is like remember a time period like with their records they were playing from let's say 2011 to 2013 and just to make it a a lot easier to know let's say from i graduated high school in 2011 so let's say from the time i graduated graduated high school in 2011 and I left Troy, I left for Troy in August of 2013. So let's say from May 2011 to August 2013. It was just a, a time period where, I don't want to say a kickback time period, but it was just a period where, I'm just speaking for me, from my point of view, like this ain't speaking for everybody from Columbus, Phoenix City, whatever. I'm just seeing from my, my eyes, like what I was doing. It was just like we had kickbacks where it was technically not a house party, not really a small. It can be a small gathering and it can be a house party, basically. Like it's all that. Like everybody just link up at the crib, go in on beer, liquor, whatever. You probably you have music playing. You have you may have card tables, beer pong table. You just kicking it for real. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to worry about paying admission to get in. Uh, depends on who the host is, how they feeling. You may have pizza and little sandwiches or something, just chilling, rotel dip, all that. It was just a good way just to kick it without, you know what I'm saying, spending $20 to get in the club. And we was like 17, 18, 19. So for dudes at least in Columbus, for dudes at least, we couldn't get in no club. Like I knew women who were 19, 20 get in the clubs because they're with their older cousins or their older sisters. They'll get them in the club, but for a dude, security ain't letting you in the club if you underage. The most I could have did was go to the fucking, the gold on Victor Drive, the strip club, the gold, and slide security $5 and he'll let me in. But I was 20 when I was doing that. I was 20 and I look older, so that was cool. But 18, 19, they ain't letting you slide in no club for a dude. At least not for me. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't even get in fucking martinis. I would, I would go downtown with my boys, Watts, Zoe, uh, Wayne. When they used to go downtown, Zoe used to go to martinis. 
watch them go to Twisted. I would just go down there and just walk the strip and just, I'm going to run into somebody I know who's who can't get in, but everybody just down there just kicking it. Like inside the club was jumping and outside the club was jumping at that time. So I would just go down there just to kick it. I knew I couldn't get in. So that was the time period, man, 2011, 2013. Kickbacks and all that. So what these records did, like when I was saying 2 Chains and Jeezy, Super Freak, that was probably the whole anthem of the kickbacks. Uh, Cushion, Ciroc, all that. Pop that. I'm on one. The whole 2 Chains first album based on the true story, that crack, dope peddler, Extremely Blessed, all those records, the first 2 Chains mixtape, the True Religion mixtape when he was 2 Chains, Future mixtapes, Rich Homie mixtapes, Migos, all this, all that was in rotation during these kitbacks, man. Like, that was the theme music for that time period. Pee Wee Long Way, um... What else was going on during that time? Wiz was still dropping stuff here and there to get the get the vibe right. Um, a lot of music, man. Just a lot of music that was the bands that make her dance. Like that was the theme music for this time period. So what it would be is, at least for us, we would rotate from either Zoe crib or my crib, and we both stayed with our moms at the time. So it would real deal be on some. Saturday, and then we got, you got to think, we fresh out of high school, we got responsibility, but at the same time, we still could just wing it, you know what I'm saying, like now it's like, you would think now would be the time we all be doing all these kickbacks, but at this time, we like, man, we've been working all week, we got these odd work schedules, <laughs> we got bills to pay, we ain't trying to, you know what I'm saying, we'll, we'll see each other when we see each other, but back in the day, it was on some Saturday Everybody just at their crib chilling, playing the game, whatever. You just get a text message. Hey, what you on tonight? Shit, nothing. Shit, y'all trying to link up. We'll all link up. And then, and then it was like when it was it was safe to post on social media still. So you can post on Instagram, uh, Kitback in Phoenix City, DM for info. Like, you knew it was like a legit Kitback. Not like no BYOB all this and that like they do now. It was like a legit, hey, we kicking it tonight. If y'all want to come through, y'all know what we on, pull up. And then you got some people who will really post on social media, private kickback tonight. Why would you even post it on social media if it's a private kickback? But that's a thing for another, that's a story for another day. Uh, People had hotel kickbacks. I probably went to one, maybe two of those. I wasn't really the hotel kickback guy. I went to one, my homegirl birthday party, and she had like a little sweet situation. So that was cool. But every time I heard hotel kickback, I always thought of like just the normal two-bedroom hotel. And I was like, fam, everybody can't fit in that small-ass room. So I never really fucked with the hotel kickbacks for real. But we would rotate from my crib to Zoe's crib. And I know for a fact Zoe had one. We were just all, it was just the crew at his crib. And it was like, when you learn, you can't really tell everybody. Because when you tell that one person, they're going to tell somebody else. And that somebody else know everybody. So they're going to tell everybody. So Zoe had a few where it was just like his yard was just flooded with people. I had a, I had one that was flooded with people. But all in all, 
it was just a good time. Like, you don't got to worry about no police coming. You just, I know for me, in my apartment complex, the most I had to do was probably tell my neighbor, hey, I'm going to have some people over tonight. If we get too loud, just let us know. But we never had the music blasting like that or nothing like that. Uh, we was always in the backyard, in the patio. I never really tried to have people in the front yard, for real. So it was always like a safe environment. Uh, good ratio. Uh, the men and women ratio was always good. Uh, you just kicking it, like, you just kicking it. And uh, then there was a time period where, for women at least, only thing us men had to do was get those uh, those limeritas, strawberries and all that. As long as we had that, women was coming through. It's not like how it is nowadays. Like nowadays, to get women out in general, you got to have the photo out ready. You got to have some kind of good scenery so they can post on Instagram and Snapchat and all that. Back in the day, only thing y'all needed was a strawberry. That's all y'all needed. But now you need the dim lights in the restaurant. You need the menu to look like this. You need the the uh mimosas which is cool like i love that shit like everybody else but i'm just saying just remember there was a time period where only thing you needed was a limerita to pull up so for us that's all we needed for the women dudes of course uh depending on the, the year and the time we wasn't even old enough to buy liquor so we need like an older cousin to buy some liquor or something like that or whoever was the older person in the group, they'll get the liquor for us. And uh, I don't know if it's just me. Maybe it is just me because I just be chilling now. Like, I don't be chugging like I used to. But the liquor did hit different when you was, quote, unquote, underage, too underage to drink it. The liquor did hit kind of different back in the day. Now you can go to the liquor store. You're 21 now. You can just walk in. Yeah, let me grab this Remy real quick. Go back to the crib, chill. Like, you still feel it, but it's just something about when you was underage, how it, how it hit kind of different. Maybe now you got it to where, okay, you know you can eat during this time. You wait this long. You drink. You know what to have when you drinking, what little snacks to nibble on. Maybe it's that. Maybe you know what kind of music you enjoy now, how to keep yourself occupied while you're drinking. I don't know what it is, but back in the day, when I was 18, 19, and couldn't buy no liquor, that shit hit a lot different than it do now. So, had to get somebody to buy some liquor, man. It was just an all-around great time period, man. The most the most that you probably, trouble you run into was probably the whole, like I say, the ratio aspect of, okay, you want to have this get-together, so you got to have women and It'd be cases where, you know what I'm saying, women, they'll say, no, they're not going nowhere tonight or something like that. But that's the reason why you really can't have them every weekend. At least for us, we didn't have them every weekend. Of course, for 4th of July, uh, Memorial Day, stuff like that, everybody be out and about. And that was another thing. It seemed like everybody, of course, like I said earlier, we all older now. People got jobs, responsibilities, bills. People got kids. Uh damn near married now and everything so it, like it was like almost 10 years ago that's a crazy thing why i just thought about that while i'm explaining it like 2011 2012 2013 that's damn near 10 years ago almost now so just looking back now it's like damn we was young like i guess that's the way i guess that's why i operate the way i operate now 
because we've been outside for a minute. And this just this is 2011. We was doing high school parties in like 08, 09. Like we've been outside. So that's probably why none of this shit really excite me like it used to. Like I just like to chill, have somewhere I can drink, get my vibe right, see something pretty, see something nice while I'm doing it, and I'm good. Just give me some good food, some good uh some good bread some good beverage and something nice to look at. And I'm straight. You ain't gonna hear from me for the rest of the night. I'm straight. So I don't be into all this extra shit like everybody else be into now. Like we been did that. Like we been outside for a minute. So uh that's what it was, man. Just a good time all around. Like if you was around during that time period, you definitely know what I'm talking about. With like the kickback era, like the clubs was going, but even even if you was going to the club, you're going to stop at a little pregame or something, a little kickback before you head downtown or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And then they'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm just swinging through real quick. I'll probably be back. If y'all still going, by the time I leave the club, I'll be back. We'll be going to about 1 o'clock, 1.30 in the morning. They'll stop by real quick. We'll go to Waffle House or something like that, get something to eat. And it'd be a good a good night. You know what I'm saying? A good little weekend. And then you, you can meet people. Like, it's not like, Every single kit that you know the same, you can see the same faces. Like, I probably tell my homegirl, hey, my homeboy, I'm having some, or I'm having some, you come through. She said, well, can I bring my homegirls? Yeah, of course. You meet they homegirls, they homegirls meet one of your homeboys, they become cool. And then your homeboy said, well, this my, this girl I met at your career said, she know something going on uh, tonight. You go there, you meet people from over there. It was just like the whole city, everybody was just interactive and just active. But I always say, I always said this, every time the city on Smash for a good summer, it going to be dead for at least the next two summers. Back in those days, now, like I said, we are older, we travel now, we got other shit going. We ain't trying to be stuck in Phoenix City, Columbus every single weekend, you know what I'm saying? But back then, like I said, we, we were working, but it wasn't like we was doing like we doing now. So it's like, as much as you going out, doing this over the summertime, things happen. You know what I'm saying? You got to settle down for the next summer and all that. So that's kind of how it operated. But the city was on smash, man. Like, you can really just wake up on a Saturday morning with nothing planned for the day. At most, you're probably going to the mall or going out to eat. By the time you go on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that, you're gonna know something going on. You may not go to it, but you know you know you got options. You know what I'm saying? At least you know your homegirl know the person who house it at or something like that. And back then it was like on some real deal, like, well, I don't wanna intru- I don't wanna just pop in somebody's house I don't know, so you can tell your homegirl, hey. Let dude know I'm coming, so it won't be no weird energy. And he be like, "Oh no, y'all cool, long John. You know we ain't with the rah rah. Like that's one thing you you kind of know about people. Like you know we not with the rah rah. Like we just come to just chill, show love, and be out. You know what I'm saying? But that was definitely a time period, and the music really reflected that time period. Like that was the time period where the rappers was be on Molly and all that. Sorop was the alcohol of choice. So the music really reflected that. Like, that's one thing the two chains, Rick Ross. And I even saw people say that on Twitter. Like when they was playing those records from that time period, like, 
dang, I remember this used to get the house party going, or this used to get the party started right here. And it's crazy now that we in that time for our age, our generation. Because like I said, that shit was like 10 years ago. That's just crazy just to think about it now. That shit was almost 10 years ago we was doing that shit. Next year, I've been graduating from high school for 10 years. And just looking back, I'm like, damn, I really did a lot of shit since. Since I started high school, nonetheless, after I graduated high school. Like, I done did a good bit. And I got a lot more doing to do. <laughs> I done did a good bit since I graduated high school. I done did a good bit since I graduated college. But I got a lot more shit to do. You can believe it. I got a lot more. I got a lot more places to visit. Like, But that was that time period, man. A lot, Clearly, a lot has changed since then. But I did want to reflect on that, man. That was that was a a wonderful time. That was before college for me. I was in community college actually when most of this was going on. So that's how I really got uh, introduced to all these kickbacks and all that was through community college. So that was wild. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. This has been episode 86 of Stash House Podcast. Remember, pay attention to the social media pages for an update on next week's episode. I'll let you guys know Sunday, no later than Monday evening. So go out, have a great week, stay safe, be mindful of your surroundings. Keep me in your prayers. I'll do the same for y'all. Salute.